and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast with Jesse Heater and MJ. In this week's episode, we're looking at Netflix's 29th film, the 2017 comedy drama crime film Deidre and Lainey Rob a Train. It's directed by Sydney Freeland, stars Ashley Murray, Rachel Crow, Tim Blake, Nelson, David Sullivan, Danielle Nicolette, and... Sasha Zamata. You did that last I time. I did. Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Paulus Nelson. <laughs> because I didn't update my notes again and I wrote time. <laughs> oh, man. I really hope there's people listening back to back who have literally heard this within a minute of each other. <laughs> so I uh, need to double check our show notes on our actual episode to make sure that I update the spelling for <laughs> Time Blake Nelson. That's a good point. Poor Welcome. Good to, good to be together. Always. Yeah, g'day, boys. So we always kick off our episodes with our fast flicks where we go around and do a quick summary of the film. Heater, hit us off. Thanks, mates. All right, so in order to support their family and raise the bail money for their recently incarcerated mother, two sisters become train robbers whilst being pursued by a determined railroad detective. Saying that out loud sounds weird. It does. <laughs> if, you, if, you Interesting pitch, concept. if you pitch that to me as a plot the way you just did there, I'd be like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I've got some interesting points about that as a plot from the writer, so I'm glad you brought that up. MJ. Um, a quirky, fun yet serious story about schoolgirl sisters doing it tough on the home front. Seeming like the easy way out, the girls turn to crime in order to avoid any more turmoil being inflicted on their family. Small town, high sight crime, dysfunctional family, it's Logan Lucky without the cast. Hmm. I said, sisters needing to do it for themselves. <laughs> I just started singing. I was like, sisters. Sisters needing to do it for themselves decide they must rob a train to help with financial woes. That's exactly Bang. what the film's about. Short and sharp. I specifically didn't want to say rob or train. Train. My thing. Yeah. It was, oh, it was hard not to. <laughs> I said both. <laughs> I do like your IMDb synopsis this later. <laughs> I, I, I think they're pretty good. I think they're pretty good. I think they are too. All right, let's uh, let's talk about anything that we've learned about this film, any history, development in the stages. I think we all learned like. how to spell Deidre pretty oh, quickly. Yeah. Well. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. E before the I, is that right? Yeah. Yep. E before the I. Which breaks the, that yeah, rule, but e. sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. Okay. Head up. You're, you've, always, you've always got something for us, Scott. All right. This is another one uh, from the uh, the Sundance Film Festival, premiered at the uh, the January 2017 one, just like our previous two movies, I yeah. believe. This premiered the day before Burning Sands, the, our last film. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and again, in the credits, this was supported by the Sundance Institute feature film program mm-hmm. again. So, yeah. This one, I did, this one was hard to find stuff about. Yeah, I didn't find... Too much. It was filmed in Utah. Yes, it was so filmed in Utah. That's a fun fact for you. The Rachel Crow um, was one of the the actresses in the film. Laney. Laney. Yes. So Laney got her start on X Factor in the USA. No way. Yeah. So she was on X Factor when she was thirteen in the UK. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And so she sang a song in the film in that was playing throughout um, towards the end of the film. Yeah, so that was a good one. So that was, that was a battle. X Factor's just singing, isn't it? It's not like got talent. Just singing, yeah. So it was like groups over 25s, under 25s or whatever. Okay, good on you, Rachel Crow. So how old was she in this then? Because... That's a good question. I'm not sure. But she was, she was 13 when, um, yeah, she was on X Factor. So she was pretty young on there. I have a feeling she was in Simon Cowell's team from memory. Um, Okay. Yeah. Did you see it? No, no, oh. no, no. Um, just based on what I remember. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. It also would be the kind of thing that you would say. Yeah, yeah true. I could imagine you one day just watching USA X Factor about <laughs> six years ago or something. When it first started, probably, yeah. Her, um, her date of birth isn't on IMDb. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. So the director was nominated um, at the Sundance Awards for Best Next Audience Award Yeah, for this film, which is about all I could find. Yeah. It was her... Second feature film. Yes. I believe my notes. So she'd done two shorts and yes. then another film called Dr- Drunk Town's Finest. Um, and she'd done a, a bit of TV as well. Yeah. And um, I think since this movie, she's only done a bit more TV. But yeah, this was her second feature film. Grey's Anatomy, possibly. I think. Yeah, there was an yeah. episode of yeah. Grey's. Yeah. It, it, it seemed like there was a, a, quite a few shows where she did one or two episodes kind of on a number of different shows. Having a look at that Drunk Town's Finest, I think I'm going to add that to my list to watch as yeah, well. It looked, looked interesting. It looked quite, quite sort of interesting. It um, had like a six or seven out of ten on IMDb as well. Yeah, good, yeah. Quite Definitely keen to check that one out. Hmm. The, um, um, the, no, you go. The, uh, just the, the writer, Shelby Farrell, I think. Farrell, yeah. it? Farrell. Um, so she, she'd also written a couple of short... Oh, so she, she'd written one short show before this and has written a couple of shorts after this, but this was, this was her one and only feature film writing credit good segue so she wrote this project whilst she was still at film school as part of her thesis program oh wow here we go and might sound like a silly concept but she grew up in memphis tennessee which is a huge train town apparently um she knew a lot of people who worked in shipping she had three sisters herself <laughs> and basically from time to time she thought she how easy, the train how easy it would be to rob a train <laughs> And if she did it, she reckons her sisters would have helped her. Ah, so when Nice she, little story behind it. <laughs> when she got management and had the script and tried to get the script out there, um, Sydney Freeland also grew up next to train tracks in New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. And she was reading the script thinking how incredibly relatable these characters yeah. and this idea was. <laughs> wow. So it's funny you being like, what a crazy concept. <laughs> these two minds came together because they're just like, these two oh, what an obvious thing Criminal to masterminds <laughs> <laughs> that thought about robbing trains as youngsters. Yeah. Uh, critical consensus it was pretty positive <laughs> not bad it was good 91% on 23 reviews 91 on Rotten Tomatoes 91 crazy yeah it's huge <laughs> the audience was only 57 uh, yeah. but it's only on 232 ratings yeah. 91% 91% on Rotten Tomatoes good. this was a good movie though uh, yeah nice. and IMDB 6.1 out of 10 on yeah. a bit over 1300 yeah. yeah and Weatherbox was 3.1 out of 5 on 960 reviews. So it's the same kind of rating as... Yeah, kind of like a 6 out of 10 kind of thing. You take that for, you know... Yeah, it's a good score for it. Second yeah, time director. Yeah. Yeah, that, pretty uh, fresh writer. Would have thought they'd be pretty happy with that. Mm. Yeah. It was a good movie. Do you want to talk about characters? Are you, are you going to talk about a product placement? Because there was a comical one in there. There was a very comical that one. That I saw I, straight away and thought about you. Yeah, so um, I think you're talking about the scene where they break into one of the carriages and they open up on the electronics and there's... Um, it's amazing. Instead it's, of, the, instead of a big Apple. Apple logo, there's a big pear yeah, logo. Pear. That's but, not product placement. No, it's not. So. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was one of my favourite scenes. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> you, you, you even got the pear phone on you? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was very well done. That was, that was so good. Was funny. Yeah, that was very clever. Uh, yeah, characters. Give us some thoughts. What do we think? Deidre. Deidre. Right, let's yep, go with right, Deidre, Deidre and Lanny first, hey? I, um, I like the fact that Deidre obviously was the main, main character of the film, the one that you're basically following from start to finish, and she was really, really flawed. Mm-hmm. And it probably takes you halfway through the movie to find out how flawed she is because she's super smart. She's able to have that foresight on why they need to do things, when they need to do things by... Um, but she was selfish. She lacked any subtlety. She never picked up on subtleties from other characters. 
and was painfully stubborn. And I like the fact that this character was so, so flawed. Um, they did a really good job at making her pretty real. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, was, I was sort of the same. Like, I, I couldn't have Deidre and Lainey together as... Because I thought the struggle for both of them was real. Like, you, you could tell the struggle for both of them. So And really different. Yeah. And so Deidre wanted to get to college while she had to be the adult of the house almost. And then Lainey wanted to be accepted and noticed. So they both had this struggle that they're both trying to overcome. And they, they both had these role models at school as well, like the teachers that were there to sort of as benchmarks to, to keep them going. So I liked So how does that feel? You've got Deidre who's got these basically adult concerns. And Lainey, like throughout the film, they just keep... Um, harping on about the fact that she's a kid like she's still yeah. a kid all of her issues are kid issues and that's completely cool like yeah. she still she still loves her dad she still loves her mum despite everything that's happened not that she shouldn't love them but yeah. look at the way that Deidre you know she calls her dad by his first name when they go visit the mum in jail Deidre basically doesn't even make eyes with her um, and I just like the fact that you're sitting there going this is a normal family with normal kid problems and, I, and that was really really nice job yeah hmm. Also, Deidre had my favourite quote of the film. It also really showed how worldly she actually was. She's a really smart girl. When she said, for thousands of years, no one asked, what do you want to be? You just be. Yeah. What a great answer yeah. to a question. It's like, what do you want to be in five years? Where it's do you see line. yourself? And she's like, well, hang on. What did cavemen do? They, they, just, they just existed. Yeah, they just did what they did. And that's exactly what she's doing, right? And this is before she really focuses on that college dream and getting out of there. She's like, well, i got to do what i got to do to get by today, tomorrow. Um, she was a good character. I thought that uh, Ashley Murray did a great job with her. She was a really good acting performance. She was good from her. Um, I don't have the same to say about Rachel Crow, unfortunately. No? But. Yeah, I, did, I didn't think she was great. I don't think she was very good. No. Yeah. Teacher's acting was, but for Ashley Murray's was really good. I thought, yeah, Rachel Crow's lacked. You, you couldn't have them both uh, playing great sort of roles, though, because like, you needed that difference between the two of them as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a tricky one. Yeah. I, I, thought, I really liked the dad. He was my favorite character. He was yeah. an absolute champion. Loved yeah. him. And I thought he developed enough throughout to understand that, you know, that he actually cared about the kids, even though he's a bit of a yeah. bum, hasn't been there throughout their lives. Yeah. He had no clue how to be a dad, yeah. but he cared. Yeah. I, that's like, I think the reason that we all like him, all of his misdemeanors and all the reasons that he was a deadbeat dad happened before we meet him right mm. as soon as he's on screen you have no reason to believe this guy isn't a good dad doesn't care about his kids isn't going to do everything for them and that was kind of clever like they, yeah he kept saying you know I'm there when you need me I'm gone when you don't he's this guy that he's obviously not very good at doing what he does but then when you're actually watching him you're like nah this guy's pretty good and not to mention he was genuinely a genuinely funny character yeah. made me laugh time was, and time again he was funny yeah and I also think that was important to keep that fun vibe that first 15 minutes they set that up really well it was going to be fun quirky mm. and then it kind of went away and it was it was the dad that kept, kept it, it going in that really that really mm. fun vibe or else it gets a bit too serious and yeah. too much I was always wanting dad on screen yeah always wanted him on there I was a little bit confused with the mum Oh, I didn't like Big it. time. Big time. So that reveal was too late, I reckon. <laughs> the, I liked the reveal, but it, yeah, totally agree. Too late. So the scene where she was like losing it and smashing the TV and then you're in jail for terrorism or whatever it was that they said she was in there for. And then the few, first few outbursts of her at the kids when they're visiting her, I was, I was like, oh. You hate her. Yeah. Mate, she's just a bad person. Up. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it didn't sit right because... 
you seem to like, you know, and she seemed to know very little about Lainey in particular. And that sort of mm. did my head in a little bit as well yeah. to sort of then when you do get that change to see like everything that she was doing for these kids prior to yeah. her having that meltdown. Yeah. I felt like. When you've already kind of got it in your head that she's a bad mum yeah. the way like she's treated. Like, and we say like she doesn't know much about these kids, it seems. Like they've, they've kind of already put that in your head. The mm. leap of faith was too much, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. The, um, oh, I hated the railroad detective. He was awesome. <laughs> was just, I hated him. He was just cringy, I thought. And I, I, I didn't like him, his character at all. Hang and on, you didn't like him so, as a... So, like, like, you're not supposed to like him. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. he's the villain. Yeah. But I still... He just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, I didn't even, like, not like him as appreciating as the villain. I, I just hated him. I love the way he dressed. Oh. I think they had to ham him up to make it believable that there's actually railway cops. Yeah. I mean... That people take that job that seriously. I like that kind of yeah. thing where, like, how he was so serious about his job. But just, like, I think he's just... I, I can't even describe it. Just, just hated the guy. <laughs> Absolutely hated him. The bum bag. I think sometimes he had sort of like sandals with socks on. Awesome. It was so funny. But then I guess also the way like he's, he's uh, manhandling the girls at the end as well. It's like, mate, nah. Needed not that based on the research. I was not say, at least, at least they, they gave they backstory as yeah. to why he would do that. Why he was, yeah. And that was actually the girls' the whole plan, wasn't it? Or yeah. To get him caught out. To trap him, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really like Laney's friend Claire either. What the hell? That was just a really weird. It's the one that turns on her. Unbelievably turns on her. Oh my god! What? What even was that? Just because she got picked to be in this (laughs) pageant that she was in—that was just like a massive one eighty bang. That was yeah. That was again probably those those two massive leaps of faith you need to take. But she goes from being obviously when you first meet Claire, Lainey's in a really tough spot. Her mum's just gone to jail. Things are things are. There's nothing good about her life. So you meet this friend, and I was like, oh, that's nice that she's got this friend who's mm. going to stick up for her. And then just like the click of a finger, yeah. not only does she stop liking her, she turns like, hates malicious. her. With like, yeah, yeah. I've hated you for 10 years, yeah. kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, your mum's in jail, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, she was bad. That was, that, that was bad. <laughs> um, Mrs. Spencer, Miss yeah. Spencer, way over the top. Just didn't like her at all as well. I like oh, you, got, you, you disagree, Jesse. You're shaking your head at me. Not shaking my head, but I can see the sort of role that she plays for those for the characters, and I th- I think that you needed that sort of to break it up a bit because rather than her going in and seeing, um, well, for starters, I was a bit confused with that character to start with. I thought she was the principal to start off with. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> yeah, and then it sort of gets revealed that she's the the counselor. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I feel like if you had a sort of a, a counselor who wasn't as energetic and up and about as that, it would have changed the whole flow of Deidre's character a little bit I could have really done with someone who wasn't that up and about (laughs) the best part about her is that she made these decisions as a human not a teacher and I think the relatability in that is everyone wants to know people like that exist in their school that there is someone they can turn to who yes if you're doing the wrong thing legally if you're doing the wrong thing by the school they can see where you're coming from and I think at the end they ended up they set her up as like a symbol of change in the whole town Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that she wanted out, she was smart, she was worldly enough, yeah. and she decided to stay and turn things around. I thought she was a great character. Yeah. Any other characters? Um, not worth mentioning for yeah. me. No. Just goes to show how probably engaging these characters were, that we just reeled off seven or eight characters yeah. just then and there. Um, it's definitely the one thing that really kept me engaged, was, was how good the characters were. So you both mentioned Lainey, because obviously, who else could you cast as Lainey then if, you, if you're not a fan of her I don't think you cast anyone half decent <laughs> yeah. yeah it's got to be something you can't have someone yeah 
it's a it young kind of takes away from it if you picked like a big Nickelodeon star or something. Yeah, you'd feel like, like you've got to have that Deidre is the main character, the main star. You yeah. can't have someone that's bigger than her playing that supporting role. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I'm not really sure. sure. You can just give someone yeah, else a try. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. She must have tested well, so must have. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they wanted the X Factor. Uh, yeah, people knew her. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was a good way to get. It actually makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, scenes we move on to the scenes I think go from the start go for alright MJ go for it that title sequence with the use of United States of whatever yep awesome Mm -hmm. it set up the film perfectly this is going to be a fun ride and I think it it strays away from that a little bit but within the first opening credit scene even with the titles the way they popped up on each character really good really fun yeah Peter um no you keep going because my (laughs) one's Aren't at the start. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I just wanted to start with. Oh, it doesn't have to be. Oh, MJ Rick, from you repeat um, really. <laughs> I, I mean, we talked about it before the uh, the montage of finding out how the mum kind of what drove her over the top to go crazy. I really liked that scene. It was way too late in the movie, yeah. but I really enjoyed that kind of whole thing of seeing exactly how it all panned out for her. And this is certainly this did is what sent her to that. Absolutely, yeah. I really, yeah, I like that scene how you've got, you know, her coming home with the with the groceries and the kids just ignoring her. And then I really liked when she just dropped on that couch and the seatbelt sort of mm. came in over and then she's in the car yeah. and shows the crash and just continues to show yeah. her. That's the other thing we don't know about until that point in time. That, that's why, yeah. She, yeah. yeah. I, I really like, I think it was a couple of times she'd come in and, and the girls would just take something off her or just leave mm. straight away and it happens again and the, and the other yeah. sister goes. And yeah, that, that, that was really good. It's relatable too. I think that's what yeah. stands out about this family. Very relatable family dynamic, despite the fact that the mm. circumstances aren't necessarily relatable. I um, I mean, Chet was my favourite character, so I basically loved most scenes involving Chet. <laughs> yeah. I really like, I really like the uh, the negotiations scene with Deidre and Chet and the guys they're selling the stolen goods to in uh, like a burger joint, or burger joint or something. When they're sitting down and he kind of takes over and about what percentage and I'll get you the electronic goods. I like that scene. Yep. The whole process of the girls planning the robbery was actually done really well too. Often in like a, I guess we won't quite call it a heist film. I know that's it's a touchy subject. Uh, it's more a robbery film. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks, uh, more, not, not really a heist because they're just going over and over the same, the same training. Sure, more a robbery film. The, cri- it, the, cr- the crime genre was, was good. <laughs> in, like, in like a heist or a robbery film. You can often get lost in the details and then they start doing it and you're like, okay, what's happening now? What's happening here? They, they explained it really well. You knew exactly how they were going to do it, why they were going to do it, the process, even to the point where they had the teddy bear there. You knew when or when they were getting yeah, in like, trouble. Yeah, I liked how they were recording with their phones. So they could go mm. back and check out the teddy bear. It was a really nice touch too. They planned it out. They planned it out well. I like I liked the use of the calendars and charts throughout as well on mm. Deidre's wall. So, you know, the, the calendar had like the dates for, you know, school dates, her mum's trial date, when the bills are due, when she starts taking on this role when mum's in jail, the rules that they need to follow for the robbery, the money they made. Didn't bode well though if they got broken into and, and checked. I kept thinking <laughs> that. I'm like, it's pretty clear that you guys are yeah, robbing a train. Robbing I just thought that was a nice visual also, way to progress the story. Yeah, you got also like when the dad comes around and he's like, why all the boxes? <laughs> just out? Like, Man, you got to burn these boxes. <laughs> it's all the evidence is just sitting right there. There was a really nice scene where uh, Deidre goes to the mailbox to get the mail and there's the cameras look there's the two mailboxes and then oh, all these yeah. words start the, coming out like yeah, yeah. You know, cancelled and overdue and final payment that was I cool I thought that was a really nice sort of scene just to show the 
overwhelming sense yeah. of everything's coming to hit her. I and thought that was this cool. This kid who's just become a mum straight away yeah. sort of thing. Mm. I really liked the paper little cutout of the wrestler that the dad was making too. And like there was one scene where it was just left near the letterbox and like Jet goes to runs and gets it and he just has this smile on his face sort of saying, dad still cares yeah, about yeah, me. Yeah. I like that too. I liked um, in the, at the actual teen pageant when Laney steals a friend's line <laughs> just, a, just Mary a, Tyler Moore was that yeah there? something like that yeah just a good way of just her kind of standing up and getting back at her for being horrible cow to her really yeah. another great line from there though you think your life is hard you have no effing clue yeah no swear words in this entire film but the weight of that was perfect because mm. like this is this is happening where there's someone there to arrest her this girl is the lowest of lows and I, I felt that I thought it was really really good work good pick up I liked the scene with uh, child protection rocking up and and then uh, the dad's just there. He's like, oh, hey, I'm the uncle. And, you know, I just thought that was that was really, that was well done. It was, it was nice funny, to see that, it? you know. Yeah, I thought that was cool. And Even at the end when she's kind of like all upset, like, why did <laughs> yeah, you get so I thought in? you were the one. <laughs> <laughs> there was, I had one laugh. <laughs> the train cop one's was, good <laughs> yeah one, no, that was a good laugh too the train cop's like going around the school taking all these photos and there's like this couple just like kissing out in the car park and he takes the photo up. and he like walks past and he's like STDs and walks keeps walking <laughs> <laughs> that's great well, that was really funny if you didn't laugh at the very start when um, Chet was talking about how he's on TV <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> just showing yeah. water again. he's the, just in the background <laughs> the next time he sees the train cop he's just like hey remember me we were on yeah, that TV scene show. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think I almost laughed the most when they were hooking up in, in jail when uh, he, he went and visited her. I thought that was really funny. I hated that. Oh, God. That was, that was crap. Are we moving into forgettable scenes? Because I've got that in there too. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I think if you like that character, I think it was really good. And I thought... Oh, I, so, oh, I liked it, but I hated the mum. Yeah. So I, I hated that and also... I, I think it was just really funny the oh, way he... The line of the dialogue end. was, if that table wasn't there, I would put another baby in you. Yep. How is that? That's that was so <laughs> Chet. So yeah, Chet. I, I, I really like Chet, but um, no, I, I, I didn't like that scene at all. <laughs> I think I, I think at the point I was all in, and I was like, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't all in. You you were, so I, I, I didn't like that. <laughs> Any other scenes that stood out, or is that do you want to go into? I got one more. more I, when um, to the point where Deidre was really stubborn and didn't pick up on the subtleties of others' behaviour when she was talking to her ex boyfriend who was selling all the goods for her. I loved it when he said to her, go to college, have a life. Basically, just he had that mature foresight that I guess you didn't expect him to have. And that was when it really opened up the process of not everyone is as they seem. And that's when they reveal the thing about the mum. That's when you start to realize that Deidre's been ignoring all of Lainey's issues as well. All these things are happening around her and she thinks that she's kingpin and everyone should be worried about her problems. She starts to realize that everyone else has got their own, and just because it's not obvious, um, it's still very important. And I think no one expected that character, who was just a nothing character, to be that open and honest about it, which I loved. I've I had that in my scenes I didn't like. <laughs> no. Yeah. Why? So I checked the I checked the time. I was about an hour in, and I just felt the mood or the the mood of the scene to me was like I was thinking that they're going to sort of turn this into like a little bit of a romance between the two. That was just me watching it. That was okay. the feeling I was getting. I was like, Oh, we've done really well. We don't need this sort of like, this, 
I don't know. I just felt like there was going to be some sort of romantic connection. But there um, wasn't. No, no, there wasn't. But that was just how I felt with that scene. Okay. So that's why that scene didn't hit with me. Like, See, it, I, like it opened up a door because I was yeah. thinking this all along. Like, Deidre, you got to start thinking about other people. And then yeah, he opened up that door for her. Yeah, which, uh, that's good. But yeah, all right. Heat off. What what didn't you like? Uh, the, the opening scene with the mum and the TV. <laughs> threatening the TV it's just, it was just crap for me I just didn't like it she's you know waving this TV around all the crowd you know the copyright wasn't doing anything I, I, I just thought it was bad and kind of I, I wasn't a big fan of this movie and I think a part of it was that because of I thought that opening scene was bad and that set it going from there I went okay cool not a good start for me I oh. you go keep going oh why was she labelled a domestic terrorist I don't know. I, I need, you know, I think that they said that and that's why I think her bail was so high. Yeah. But I need to know how that classed her as a domestic terrorist. It didn't make any sense to me. Maybe it's just having a whack on the, the system and how they'll yeah. try and lock people away for anything. Possibly. Try yeah. to justify. True, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and probably goes in, sorry, like probably goes in with that scene towards the end where the, the rail cop saying to um, Deidre, like, you know, it doesn't matter what happens here because your mum's yeah. mum's in jail it's you know no one's going to blink mm. an eyelid if you're in jail as well sort of thing so, yeah. yeah which I mean I was fine with them being in jail it was just like the kind of the, that label of domestic terrorist yeah. was just kind of really out there I thought yeah hmm. uh, the teen miss the first teen miss Idaho scene in the classroom was really weird I thought the acting was really bad from everybody involved yeah. um, at that point there was no context as to what they were doing and why they were sitting in the classroom and it, up until that point, there was that really fun vibe that I spoke about mm. and it just completely lost it. And I think to that point, the recurrence of the teen, Miss Teen Idaho stuff just felt like a forced subplot. And I know they, they needed something for Lainey to hang her hat on, um, but that subplot in general didn't work for me at all. That, 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 that first classroom scene, I think, was the worst scene in the film. I yeah. thought it was awful. Okay, I, I wanted to stop. They had on the back on the wall on the chalkboard behind or whatever what it was like what they were doing and I mm. I, I kind of like that because it sort of gave that relational thing for um, for their mother to say hey the winnings that I took from that I put in the, the bank mm. account for your college as well so I guess they, they tried to tie it yeah. in a little bit I, 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 I could see it yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't mind it the, the yeah, I didn't mind the kind of the overall storyline because I guess I guess it gives that thing how Lainey is constantly trying to ask her sister for help and her sister's not having a bar because she thinks she's got more important things where talking before Lainey's just got these these high school general high school problems but just that that one classroom scene just really was cringeworthy I thought it was pretty bad yeah I, you mentioned this before, but I didn't, that post credit scene with the counselor speaking in front of the school. And I know that you've said like, you know, she's the one that's going to stick around and, and make the change. Yeah. I don't know. Like I liked the over the topness throughout the film, but that over the topness at the end, I was like, Oh, that's, uh, yeah. Didn't really like it. Yeah. I agree with, it fit with the theme of the film, I think. Yeah. Cause that was a pretty crummy kind of town. The yeah. fact that like nobody goes to college at all. It's nice to know that Lainey is kind of in safe-ish hands. And I had that in like the sort of the themes where, you know, the, that embarrassment of being a part of a small town because like the cop, the train cop, the teacher, they're all like, they all want to get out of there. Mm. There's no... Yeah. Everything about it, the houses, the neighbourhood, yeah. it's... And how close they live to the train tracks, so you, it's yeah, mm. very It's not obvious. desirable. Um, I didn't like when... it. Kind of the start of the movie when Lainey gets knocked over in the 
kind of hallway and all the kids just stand around and laugh and that's just not great but but at the time I was thinking where are our friends where is our friend to come and pick her up and tell these people to piss off like and then you kind of get on and both sisters don't really have friends and except for that one girl and so then it got me wondering why don't these girls have friends it was I, I was thinking as if kids are the, this cruel like they're yeah, actually like, like walking over her yeah like, they walk like, over her like, it, was, it was shot really someone well, goes, it was shot really it was well. shot well I just I, didn't like the context so like someone go and pick her up like someone help her up you, you surely can't all be assholes at this school I'm alright with that as a scene because it, it, it laid a lot of brickwork for stuff like that going on. Schools, but, mm. um, it's not out of the ordinary but why don't they have friends yeah, why don't the two sisters have any friends well, Deidre doesn't go to school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many absent days did she have? This <laughs> Kept saying, where is she? Where is she? Yeah. Uh, all right. Move on. Ready to look at some themes? Uh, this is one more that bothered Yeah, hit us up. Yeah. yeah, it didn't bother me that much, but when, um, when Lainey robs those shoes and she walks down the hallway in the nice high oh, heels. Oh, yeah. Like and like she's waving to the boys and, and waving yeah. and winking oh. at them. But the main thing for me is how often do guys notice that a girl's got a new pair of shoes on? Like a lot oh, of people, she was pretty dressed. She up was done up, but they made a point that guys were looking at her shoes. Yeah. Well, if someone walked that slow down the corridor, I probably have noticed too. <laughs> I just remember thinking, like, I don't think I've ever um, noticed a girl's shoes, to be honest. But you do, you, Laney. Yeah, man. All right. What, what what was the movie saying? Give us some ideas about what it was saying. There's, there's a fair bit. Lots. There's what lots. about family? Yes, definitely family. Yes, roles of parents in that as well. Yeah, or role models in general. Yeah, so there's a, there was very like um, you know their sisters doing stuff together, sort of a little bit of girl power, and you know at the start, Deidre refused to go to the dad to help, and she's like she hated him. Yeah, she's like yeah, I, I don't boyfriends like yeah, yeah, dad, dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was that was pretty obvious, I think. The Sort of like the you spoke, we spoke about it before too. The middle America sort of poverty, like the, mm. the financial worries of of all these people that are sort of living in this this area. Because obviously, it's not just them that, that face that. You've got all the yeah. people that are working at the diner that are trying to make a little bit of extra cash. Um, you know, life's hard in these marginalised. Well, it's not for areas. us, Jesse. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, baby, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot about genetics and DNA too. A lot of little lines in there throughout about you know. Uh, you're, you know, you're from a li- uh, lineage of yeah. screw ups, and, and you know, there's more to it than DNA. You don't just have to follow in your footsteps. And I think that they tried to do that through Deidre. She's the first one to go to college. I mm. um, in that family, and the mum makes a nice comment about that at the end. Yeah. So I thought that was because yeah, yeah. then you've also got the opposite side where that railroad copy is telling her, you know, your your parents are this, so you're going to be this trash. Have you mm. guys seen Logan Lucky? It came out like last year. Or nah. Whatever. It's very similar in, in so many aspects and especially with that because the whole thing is about the Logan family being like the most unluckiest family and like ne- nothing's ever going to go right for them. So okay. there was, And it was small town, dysfunctional family. They try and steal money. Like it's, it was, this was Logan Lucky light. But um, check it out. Huge cast, obviously. Hmm. Uh, the part about being who you want to be too. Uh, you know, Deidre, like we spoke about before, that question, you know, where she's like, um, why do I have to know who I'm going to be sort of thing. So that, I thought that was, that was throughout the whole time too. That's also mm. the whole people aren't always as they seem. Yeah. yeah. And make sure you take the time to understand because the whole time she doesn't listen to Lainey at all. No. And it's not until her ex-boyfriend sort of says things that she's like, oh, okay. And even the dad and, and the mum, we don't even learn about, you know, what she's trying to say. Yeah, her so. attitude towards Lainey's, um, the pageant sort of thing as well, was pretty ordinary throughout. It was, it was almost it was. like she was in yeah. this trance mm. and it took Deidre to like knock her out of the trance because it's exactly how it felt. Because when, mm. when she said that whole story about saving the money for college, I was like, 
this is this is a great story. Where did it come from? Like <laughs> you, nothing. Like so many. There's so many lines that she said to Lainey that we was like, you don't say that to your kid. Like yeah. so that that was yeah. But they yeah they do try and flip that on the head. The yeah. whole like this is what life's like without a role role model, but this is what it is with a role model, and they kind mm-hmm. of do it with the same parents. So yeah. And I was happy that at the end, you know, the dad is sitting there in the pageant. And he says goodbye to the son. Yeah. And he goes and sits in that car and talks to that little yeah, the yeah, figurine. Yeah, figurine. I thought that was nice that he actually came back too. Yeah. Mm. You're there when you don't. You're yeah. there when you want them yeah. gone when they don't. Dad of the year. Yeah. All right. Any anything else? What What do we take from this film? It's definitely a streaming service film. Yeah, definitely stream service. I, mm. I thought it was really well paced and like snappy. It was like the whole time really like like. Nice pace. Nice yeah, pace. it definitely was. I would, I would be happy. I'd happily see this in the cinema. I think it would add to it, mm. um, and I, I think it's because those characters are interesting enough. And I think with any good content you see, whether it be film or TV, it's, it's the characters that keep bringing you back. Mm-hmm. And what thirty odd Netflix films that we've seen, this is kind of one of the the best ensembles of characters that we've had. There's enough there where it's like, I like you, I like you. Tell me more, tell me more. Mm. Um, they kept it really engaging. Good. So we usually have a check on IMDb, possibly throughout the film, where we, we jump on to see if there's anyone we recognise. Heater? Yeah, mine was the uh, the cop, the police officer, who is... The young dude. Yeah, young dude. Arturo Castro. He's from Narcos. Ah. Okay. Season three of Narcos. Ah, good. Every, like, Mexican or Latina person. They're always in Narcos. <laughs> <laughs> We've had about three, I reckon. So it was, for me, it was David Sullivan who played the dad. Okay. Firstly, I just thought he was really good. And yeah. I'm just like, you know, what else have you done? And the first thing I checked was using Girlfriend's Day. Mm. As, um, was it? Obviously a Netflix film that we, we talked about recently. He was one of the ex-racist Sonny Boy oh. who helped rough up <laughs> Bob Odenkirk's character. Oh, interesting. I was, I was looking at photos. I'm like, oh, well, definitely. It, it doesn't look much different, to be honest. Okay. That's a good pickup. Yeah, I didn't pick that at all. I, I had a look yours. at um, the teacher, Mrs. Fowler, the the pageant, the pageant teacher. Uh, just, yeah, who she, was she? She's in so much she's stuff. In it. She's been in face. a few scenes. Yeah, she's in so much stuff. Uh, yeah. Dodgeball, I think, is the one that... Was yeah, she was in Galaxy Quest, um, which uh-huh. is one I really like Galaxy <laughs> Quest. Never surrender. Yeah. So, so, yeah, she's in a heap of things. And then I looked up that Wally guy as well, one of the, the guys that was at, working at the diner. He just looked real familiar. Uh, his name's Colby Strong, but... The only thing I could find is being in is like the new Power Rangers, not the movie, but like the TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I don't watch that, so I'm not sure. She was in Dodgeball. She was, she was yeah, in Dodgeball. Yeah, she yeah. Was in Dodgeball. Yeah, she's been yeah, in a lot she's of been different in things, things and stuff. Yeah, yeah. What was her name again? Um, Missy Pyle. Yeah, Missy Pyle. Yeah. Was that a real name? M I double S I. Her first name. Yeah. yeah. Stage name. Pyle. What questions do you have for us, Jesse? Oh me. Oh, I like this. Turn the tables. I have a couple. My first thing is, so this is this is from a review um, from RogerEbert.com. Oh, yep. And it said, the film was pushed or it was advertised as a diversity prioritizing indie comedy as opposed to the young adult teen film it really is. So they're saying that this, this studio or Netflix, Netflix. whatever marketed as... Something that it wasn't. And I, I kind of agree. I think it's more a teen film than anything else. I think it's definitely a teen film. I don't think you can ignore yeah. the fact that it was... You know, highlighting diversity. It was still an indie film. What were the other things that you said? Um, diverse. Oh, so, if, like, if you look online at everything online, they call it a, a comedy drama crime film. Genre-wise. Yeah, genre-wise. So, as a genre, I would much prefer to see this online and be like, this is a teen film. I, I would have said, yeah, the main theme. Yeah. The, the, 
the main genre was was, was teen rather film. yeah rather than comedy drama crime yeah you can categorize it in this one little yeah. thing and say it is a teen film because the the themes that we've spoken about aren't about the the crime aspects of it the, no I agree yeah, with yeah, that. I think are, it's yeah. a little bit more grey than just a flat out teen, teen film like what would you classify or maybe a coming of age teen Little film. Miss Sunshine as a drama I think they're I think they're different, but I think yeah. there's similar elements to both of them with the family dynamic, with the you know the, the, these girls do have real issues that they're dealing with, and you know like they yes they run a train which is kind of a bit fun to do it, but on Little Miss Sunshine it's all about getting to that little beauty pageant thing that like, she's girl. not quite teen though. No, I'm not yeah. saying that the characters yeah. are teen. I just like the the focus of this film was Deidre and Lainey, and that says that in the title. The focus is those two girls mm-hmm. trying to get through high school, trying to get to college, trying to do the right thing by their family and overcome the circumstances. So yeah, I don't doubt that it's a, that it's got elements of a teen film, but I think it would be remiss to just categorize it as that. Right. Yeah, as I said, Coin Heist that we did a few weeks ago, that's a teen film, and I think there's a lot of differences between this and that because this is how you make a teen film. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what I've got so you looked at me so seriously that I'm like <laughs> I looked you in the eyes the, so I feel like I'm saying this again but there's no consequences for these girls actions is um, sure they always went to jail what the girls yeah how did they almost they got arrested one of them got arrested yeah and then there was no consequences yeah, they there. busted her out yeah. no, they busted her out so is that like saying that this is what society's like is there's no consequences for the youth of today okay. they can get away with what they want to do sorry I thought you were going to say there's like no stakes for them but no 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 like, um, just, there's, there's no consequences for actions you can do whatever you want yeah, and someone's always going to bail well, you out there were consequences they just got away with it yeah, if you if you're smart enough to cheat the system <laughs> yeah. find out that the cop who's going uh, <laughs> to arrest you will rough you up I really like that moral what a, what a moral that is <laughs> So, yeah, but they did it for the right reasons. Yeah. I, I feel like we sort of... They're not bad people. You don't think they're bad people, do you? No, no, no not at all. But still, even if you're a good person, there's got to be some sort of consequence yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. I, we sort of touched this already, but I thought, did the, fil- the, did the filmmakers make it clear enough why the mum acted so irrationally at the start? Like, do you think that that one scene was enough or do you no. think we should have had more? And that was one of my big questions yeah. that I had as well. I was like, hang on, so why is the mum behaving like this? Yeah. And they yeah. tried to answer it, but... It, and I like the way they answered it too, but I probably just needed one more bone throughout yeah. to suggest that that yeah. was um, there was need, more to it. Needed more and needed it earlier yeah. as well. Because I feel like we got lots at the start of her not being normal, and yeah. then just one thing at the end, it's like, oh, she's normal, okay. She's yeah. in a trance yeah. like the whole time. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Like by the time you got to that scene where you find out what had happened, already in my mind, I'm hating her. Like I'm hating her character. Yeah. Like yeah, I needed something before that too. Yeah. Before it's implanted in me. So, for me, why were the guys who they were selling the goods to, why were they taking the money out of the cash register? I've got that. How does the diner survive? So, like, do, they, do those guys own that diner? Nah, I think they'd just be skimming money off like there. The kill would be massively That's what yeah. I mean. Like, <laughs> putting through fake sales or do it. To, but these well, are substantial not sales. Putting through. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think it would have worked for them. I think they would have been caught out pretty quickly. But mind you, they also would be buying off her buying off her and then selling it selling, and so putting yeah, it back yeah. in putting the money back in at some point plus taking out their profit so I'm sure so I, I think it would have to work that the managers don't count the tills every day yeah. so what about the till count it has to be counted once a month yeah. <laughs> you count it once a week once a month and it all evens up but um, yeah no, nah, I think they'll definitely take the money out putting it back in 
and they just had a clueless manager who wasn't <laughs> working out. Hey, you know, we're, we're a few grand short today. The next day we're even. Like, what, what's happened? Okay, I'm glad you could see through that. <laughs> but the other thing is, how are they selling this stuff so easily? Like, this is a really small town that and wasn't was affluent. Lo- and there was a lot of stuff. And there was sell. some expensive stuff when they got the electronics. Yeah, so, so they'd, they'd be able to buy it cheaper. That's the idea, isn't it? Sure, but, like, it's still yeah, but, costing you money. Yeah, to buy I, think, it. I think that was the thing. It was, it was a small town, so there can't be that many people yeah. buying it and asking questions about, hey, where'd you get all this Who's stuff Who's buying from? pair of phones? Like, yeah. What's this sound online and shipping it out? The the train copy loved to smoke. But is it... Are they vape? trying? Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Is it meant to be okay because he was vaping? I reckon, no. I or is that just trying to be funny? This guy's a massive... I think they were making fun of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it was to make fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> he wore a bum bag anywhere he went. What do they call it in America? A fanny pad? Yeah, yeah. a fanny pack. Fanny pack? Yeah. He wore it everywhere he went. That is hilarious. <laughs> uh, any other questions? And uh, no, no. I got uh, one last thing that I saw is I read a couple of reviews and I kept reading the same line a middle of the tracks film and I was just like oh that is such <laughs> like, <laughs> I read that a few times I was like ha 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 very funny I wonder if it is that easy to rob a train is that like a real thing if you do rob it that they just it's just paid for with insurance or that's one thing I don't know you gotta time. you gotta get a, they, they, one of those slow freight trains so you can jump on and get off like it's gotta be a specific one their ability mm. to work out the technology to scan what was in each box and work out what was in there was pretty good mm. <laughs> they figured that out a bit late didn't they yeah, yeah. yeah. obviously they just got an app that yeah. was barcode scan yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think we're almost ready to wrap up. Yeah. Have a have a look at our film rating. So we each give the film a rating out of five, and then we add these together to give an average overall for Flix Forum. So, Hita, do you want to kick us off with what your thoughts on the film are? Sure, mate. Um, so it had its moments, but overall I didn't really think it was that good. Um, it was a pretty easy-to-watch film. Um, but, yeah, for, for me it just wasn't that enjoyable a film. I gave it two stars. Cool. MJ? Yeah, it's only like three quarters of the way through this podcast that I started to realize that maybe I like this film a bit more than you guys. It, <laughs> you guys keep you, you all so close to raps. Like, <laughs> you, you start off pretty well. Like this this film. <laughs> <laughs> but also the scenes that we don't like don't come out until yeah. about two thirds of the way through the podcast. Well, I thought this movie was pretty enjoyable all the way through. As I said, the characters are really interesting. The tone was light and fun, but it still maintained some pretty strong messages. And I had a bit of a laugh throughout. It was time well spent in front of the TV for mine, so it was three stars. I thoroughly enjoyed this film. Oh, good. <laughs> I've <laughs> kept it really close. I'm going to get this out of you guys as a say, start I, next time. I thought you were going to say that you didn't like no, it. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed I thought the performance was good. thought the story was good, even though the robbing a train was a little bit out there. This is how a teen film should be made. Coin heist people, anyone who touched that movie, watch this film. <laughs> I'm giving this three and a half out of five. Take wow. ten people... <laughs> three and a half out of five for me so Hayden what do we have as an average between the three of us I just stuffed that's, it up that hang is on 4.25 his calculator said so it's <laughs> that's the best film we've seen <laughs> his calculator is a really good calculator 2.83 2.83 I'm so. not sure what I did there <laughs> <laughs> this is my favourite part of the episode 2.83 out I think of I divided by two one. should have divided by three forgot <laughs> to carry the one so we uh, like our social media pages. We pop up a question every week to go along with our episode. This week I'm going on with one of the things that annoyed me about this film. So <laughs> what would have been a fair consequence for the sisters for their actions in this film? Ooh. Yeah. What, what, what would you like to say? Community service, clean the school, something. I don't know. I think it'd have to be community service. Just something. Yeah. I mean, just you, can't, you, can't, you, can't, you can't find them because they've got no money. Um, yeah. Yeah. And 
They repaid the town in goodwill. Yeah. They got their valedictorian <laughs> who's now... <laughs> Community service. <laughs> All right, so uh, we will put that on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're at Flix Forum. No consequences for mine. No consequences. Uh, we would like you to subscribe to us if you haven't yet and give us a five-star rating. Definitely we are on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're on Podbean, Apple Podcasts. Next week, we are looking at the 2017 biographical drama film, The Most Hated Woman in America. Mm, Biographical. Biographical. So it's directed by Tommy O'Haver. It stars Melissa Leo, Peter Fonda, Sally Kirkland, Rory Cochrane, Josh Lucas, Adam Scott, Juno Temple, and Vincent Carthys. So get on board. There's a few common names there that I know. Pretty decent cast, by the way. Do you know who that's about? The Most Hated Woman in America. Um, <laughs> Come on, Jess. We know you looked no, ahead. I did look ahead, and it is skipping my mind. It's something about um, a woman who didn't like what the, her son was being taught at school. I think it's, we're Australian. I think, I think it's we're, we're going in real fresh. Yeah, real cold. I think so. Yeah. So that's going to be our episode next week. Looking forward to that. Can't one. wait. Thanks for getting together and having a chat about film again. Thanks, boys. Best part of the week. Best fun of the week. And uh, yeah, we will speak next week. See you all next week. See ya. <laughs>